Houdats across the country are rejoicing. They have gotten their wish. Andy Dalton is the quarterback. Is it a good move? Or is it the kind of move that gets a coach fired? We're going to talk about that, and we'll have our best bets of the week with Uncle Big Nick coming up next on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where are you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends elsewhere who are doing their happy dance. They got their wish. It was announced on Wednesday that by Dennis Allen that Andy Dalton is his quarterback. He's his man. He's the one that's going to lead this team from the abyss out of the two and five hole that Andy Dalton put him in. What do we think? We're going to talk about it here on Datitude, episode number 107 for a Thursday, October the 27th, 2022. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Picayune, the advocate at bet.nola.com. And I mean, you can tell by my sarcastic jackweed tone what I think about this already. And I know I am in the vast minority. So some of you either won't listen or will X off now or will X off in three minutes when I start telling you what I think. Or you'll fast forward to the best bets, which are making you money. I mean, you can hate me all you want. You can throw things at your phone all you want. You can call me whatever name you want. But I've been winning you money. If you paid any attention to our best bets, you're winning money. Seven weeks to start the season, seven straight weeks of winners. I don't know what else to tell you. I only wish that I bet like Uncle Big Nick because I'd be making some real money. Now, my other picks, besides my best bets, eh, mediocre. I'm 500 picking every single NFL game this year against the spread. Dead even. Uh, My totals have been phenomenal. I think I'm 60.7% or somewhere along those lines betting over-unders or picking over-under. And that's every over-under in the National Football League this season. 60.7%. That's unsustainable, but it's still phenomenal nonetheless. So every week I think it's going to go down, and then we have a great week again. So who knows? All right. Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Dennis Allen. I mean, I said it in my lead-in. I'm a little tease, if you want to call it that. It's the kind of move that gets a coach fired. I mean, not, not that he really needs, Dennis Allen needs a whole lot of moves to get himself fired. We, and I've talked about why. I mean, you could sit there and disagree with me all you want. It's fine. We can disagree. It, it's fine. I, w- I want people to disagree. It's great. I mean, and I'm not saying this just to be contrarian. I'm not saying that the Saints are better off with Jameis Winston just to be different. It's not the case. You know, I had this big, let's say, disagreement with a really good friend of mine uh, the other night playing poker. And... It's funny because I was not only in the vast minority by Jameis Winston about four weeks ago, 
but I was like the Lone Ranger. And now there are about four or five other people in my little group that have kind of come around and were like, yeah, I think you might be right. I mean, what did anybody see last week or the week before that that would lead you to believe, or against the Vikings? What, pick a game. What has anybody seen from Andy Dalton that would lead you to believe that he can lead this team from the abyss? What have you seen from Jameis Winston that can lead you to believe? I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. I know what Andy Dalton is. He's a quarterback that's going to lead you to a 6-11 and or a 7-10 and record. Go ahead and book it. If he's the starting quarterback for the rest of the season, go ahead and write it down. All you people out there thought you were getting a bargain like me, betting the over at 7.5, if he's the quarterback for the rest of the year, it's a loss. You've lost. You're not going to win. If this is just a ruse, and which I don't think at this point, there's no reason to do that. If Winston is just not healthy enough to play right now and they don't want to tell you that, which is possible, but I doubt it. I mean, by all means, Dennis Allen, quote, says that Jameis Winston's healthy enough now. He's practicing. And there's no reason not to believe that's the case. So this is simply a coach's decision. So all that being said, we know what Andy Dalton is going to He's going to give you the same thing. It's not going to be that. I mean, last week is an outlier. I'm going to defend him on that. I mean, he's not going to throw three interceptions a game. He's certainly not going to throw two pick sixes. He's going to be just uh, 18 out of 36 kind of quarterback, 20 out of 38 kind of quarterback, 16 out of 29 kind of quarterback who throws a touchdown or two and an interception or whatever. And you're going to beat a few teams and you're going to lose to more than you're going to beat. That's who he is at this point of his career. Jameis Winston could be the same quarterback. We don't know. The sample size isn't large enough. I know this. The seven games I saw him play last year, he got better every single game. And when he entered that Tampa Bay game, was I thought he had finally figured out what was going on. This year, he started off terrible. First three quarters against Atlanta was awful. Finally got things together. Won the game against the Falcons. Didn't do anything against Tampa. Threw all those picks because, frankly, he was trying to make something happen when the game was slipping away. Was it his fault? A lot of it. You can even put that game on him all you want. But I know that the sample size isn't large enough to, we know, to say that he can't lead this team to, to wins. If this were Sean Payton's decision, I'd feel differently about it. You trust Sean Payton. You trust his personnel decisions. Dennis Allen hasn't earned that yet. So I, don't, I wouldn't feel as strongly about this if Sean Payton were making the decision. I would probably still say, I think this is the wrong move, but you trust your coach. Who's making this decision? Dennis Allen? Pete Carmichael? Mickey Lomas? Who's making this decision? I mean, it's coming from Dennis Allen's mouth, but that doesn't mean he's making the decision. It is, the Saints are in a bad way. And we're going to talk more about it tomorrow on, on the live Datitude with Jeff Duncan because I'm very interested to, to get his take. I mean, we kind of talked about it a little last week. 
And I'm just going to tell you what I think. And I hope I can sit here four weeks from now, six weeks from now, eight weeks from now, whenever it is, and tell you I was wrong. Because one thing I was certainly wrong about, I said it, and I'll tell you when I'm wrong. I said that it didn't matter what any of us thought. That part I was right about. It doesn't matter what any of us think. The part that I was wrong about was it didn't matter what any of us thought because when he was healthy enough, Jameis Winston was going to be back in the game. I said that. I'll own up to it. I was wrong. And I hope I'm wrong on the fact that this is not the right decision. It's a terrible decision. Because, again, if you want to go 6-11, and 11, if you want to go 7-10, and 10, then yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. And granted, if the defense doesn't play better, it's not going to matter anyway. So all those things are true. But what I have seen over the past, oh, this season, I know that Jameis Winston has a ceiling. I am certain of it. I don't even think the dissenters would disagree. I know that Jameis Winston's ceiling is much higher, and I'm using the word much, much higher than Andy Dalton's ceiling. His floor is also a, a good ways deeper than, than Andy Dalton's seal, uh, floor as well. But let me tell you something. If you were 5-2, and two, I might feel differently. If you were 5-2 and two and you win in this division by two games, or if you were 4-3 and three and win in this division by one game, I might feel differently. I might feel like you don't need to gamble. You don't need to take a huge risk. You can beat Vegas. You can beat a lot of the teams coming up on the schedule with Andy Dalton as quarterback, because all you need is ho-hum. But this team needs a lot more than ho-hum. It needs a big, swift, giant kick in the ass. It's not getting it from its coach. Not getting it from a lot of the key players I thought would step up by now. It's not getting it from the Red Rifle. Look, another thing Andy Dalton isn't. He's not a rah-rah guy. He's not a talk smack in somebody's face kind of guy. He's just, uh, he's just there. That's okay for a five and two team. That's okay for even a four and three team. That's not okay for a team that's two and five and needs to light a fire and get moving and find a way to move the ball, especially when you don't know what offensive weapons you're going to have out there. Andy Dalton is going to make big plays. Jameis Winston can. Whether he would or not, I don't know. I know what I'm getting with Andy Dalton. More of the same with Michael Thomas. More of the same with Jarvis Landry. It's getting old, especially with Thomas. It's getting really, really old. This whole thing's getting old. Maybe that's why I'm more frustrated than anything. Because the team that we thought we would have in the beginning of the season... All the media members picked to have more than 10 wins. They're still that same team. There's just no cohesiveness. There's nothing. There's no chemistry. There's no heart. Is it going to show up this week? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, for the first time all season, I've seen Demario Davis stand up and say that this is unacceptable. It's week eight. You're one week away from the middle of the season. Now you're going to step up? Why did it take you that long? I mean, Alvin Kamara's not a talker. He's finally saying the same kind of thing. He's not a rah-rah guy either. So, I mean, that, that's different.
But Demario Davis, why is it taking you this long to, to talk? There's, there's a lot going on here. And the chances are obviously, I don't care. You got a reprieve last week. Somehow, some way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Carolina Panthers. Because the only way you're going to go to the playoffs is if you're the New Orleans Saints. The only way is to win the division. You're not going to go as a wild card. Not going to happen. So you got to win the division. Nine and eight is probably, most likely, is it possible eight and nine wins the division? It's possible. But don't count on it. You probably got to go nine and eight. And you certainly got to beat Tampa Bay the next time you play them. All things which are possible. But it's now or never. So maybe I backtrack a tinge on the season is over thing only because you got a reprieve because Tampa Bay and Atlanta both lost next week. But I don't feel any better about this team because they both lost and now you're only one game back in the division. I don't feel any better about this team. There's nothing that tells you've won two out of seven games. What what could possibly make anyone believe they had the capability of winning seven in the next ten? I mean, Jim Mora said they could win five, their next five games. They win their next six games, maybe. I doubt it. But you're putting ho-hum Andy Dalton as your starter for the rest of the team that's been, quite frankly, ho-hum all year long. I'm sick of ho-hum. Oh, well, we threw another pick. Oh, well, we lost another game. Somebody get pissed off, for Christ's sake. I mean, who is anybody besides the fans had enough? And now they're excited because Andy Dalton's a quarterback? What would possibly make anyone excited that Andy Dalton is the quarterback? You want more of this? Well, you got it. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong again. I hope I sit here in four weeks and eat crow. I hope I come back, the Saints are going to the playoffs, and I get to play clips of me standing like a dumbass. I doubt it. And if I'm wrong, as always, I'll tell you if I'm wrong, when I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'll probably tell you that too. So, of course, you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to, but we hope you do. It's called, the show's called Datitude for a reason. And I'm not just going to sit here and say, oh, well, maybe they'll be better. This sounds like a good move. You got to trust Dennis Allen. He knows what he's doing. This team will get it together soon enough. Oh, the hell with all that. I'm going to tell you what I think. And this team's in a bad way. They got a team coming in this week that if you look at it, maybe it's a get-right spot. The Las Vegas Raiders at 2-5, and five, they've won two games this year, both at home, against Denver and against Houston. Both of those teams stink. Why are the Raiders a two-point favorite in New Orleans? I have no idea. That tells you what Vegas, the, the lines makers, that is, thinks about the Saints. They're making a team a two-point favorite on the road across the country a team that has won just two out of their own six games against the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans. In the game against Houston, they were trailing into the fourth quarter. That tells you a whole lot about what the Lions makers think about the Saints right now. 
We'll find out who's right. We'll find out who's wrong real quick. I know who has been right in the picks. Both Uncle Big Nick and I have been right the last two weeks. And I've already told you my record for the season. I'm going to tell you again in a minute when he comes on. But uh, we're going to try to keep winning your money. You may not like what I have to say about Jameis or Andy Dalton or the Saints, but hopefully you'll like what I have to say about my picks. We'll try to keep it going. We'll try to win your money, and then we'll close out the show when we come back. Well, let's just keep on picking the way we've been picking. Yeah, it seems to be working out well. I texted you after I went 3-0 and on Saturday and told you I wouldn't be here if I went 5-0 and or 2-0 and on Sunday. I was just going to send you yeah, a We, we didn't have to worry about that. No, we didn't. I, I, I got a stat for you. The last two weeks, you and I combined, and, and, I, and I, I read your picks on the air last week because we, we had a, a short segment with the Saints playing on Thursday. <clears throat> our, our stats... The last two weeks combined, we are 13 and no, uh, yeah, 13 and seven against the spread the last two weeks combined. If you take out your NFL picks, we're 13 and three. (laughs) Guess what? I took all my NFL picks this week. And in other words, stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. So hopefully that's what we're going to do this week. We'll put it this way. I won. I won eight units on Saturday betting the games, and I lost four on Sunday. So, well, I can't I can't get this NFL figured. I, I don't know if anybody has, but it, it's, it's well. I mean, mess. you don't know if anybody, you're doing good. But I mean, I'm 24 and 11. So, yeah. and I, I haven't made a single college pick because I've learned to stay in my lane, and my lane is the NFL. So. Well, you know how hard headed I am. I mean, I mean, 24 and 11. I mean, I I, I know I'm not supposed to brag because that's when. Things unravel. No, you hurry, can toot your own horn with that. You've been mean, bragging for three weeks. Three weeks. I mean, I've gone seven. I've started the season seven straight weeks above five hundred with my NFL best bet picks. I mean, that that's, that's you, you know, should be re- you if, should be retired by now. But I don't bet like you, and I don't know how. So if I were <laughs> to bet like you, I would be ready to leave this rat race. And uh, I mean, I'd still do that, dude. We'd still yeah, yeah. We still win do money. all this. This ain't. Th- I mean, this part of your job ain't work. No, this, this is the fun part. I've already yeah. made my picks, and we just talk about it. So that's what we're going to do today. Uncle Big Nick here on Datitude, episode number 107. Uh, we're having fun with it, and uh, we are winning. So long story short, we don't have the same picks this week. No, there's no way we have the same picks because I have all NFL and you got all college. The first so, bet I wrote down was an NFL bet. Then I X'd it out. I said, no, don't do it. Good idea. <laughs> good idea. All right, let's, let's be transparent for the season. Again, I'm 24 and 11. I am plus $158. Uh, you are 17 and 18, but that includes that horrendous 0 and 5 week you had that we're trying God, to put so out of my memory. Take that week out, it'd be so much. You could, if you could, you'd be 17 and 13 instead, and you'd be plus money as well. But yeah. instead, you're 17 and 18 minus 91. Again, that one 0 and 5 week that has killed everybody. Let's get into our picks. <clears throat> Last week we're both three and two, both plus 16 on the week. Uh, you got all your college picks right. I lost by taking the bait with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll never do that again. I don't know what I was thinking there. Oh, God. I should have in Trevor the Lawrence. first half. ETN yeah. fumbles running into the end zone. Yeah, well, and then and Trevor Lawrence looked like Trevor Lawrence. So that was a mistake. And then uh, I don't know what the hell the charges were. But 
Anyway, we won with everything else, and so we're going to move on to this week uh, and try to have another winning week. <clears throat> I'm going to start off with you. Again, you're all college. I don't know what your picks are, so uh, that way we can talk about them. You don't know what mine are. We can talk about them a little bit, and uh, we'll start with your, your first pick. Um, I don't know which one to start with. I'm going to start with Kentucky plus 12 and a half. Let's go there. Tennessee plays Georgia next week. This is going to be a – Tennessee's going to get everybody's best shot, and you're going to see a theme with my picks on just taking teams that I don't think is going to get blown out. I think Kentucky's going to better run the ball and control the clock. And I just don't see Tennessee blowing this team out. I just think I think Tennessee's going to win. I just don't see a blowout. This they, Tennessee's going to get everybody's best shot right now. So all your picks are twenty-two this week, like last. Yes, week. yes, all the twenty-two. <clears throat> all right, mine are not. And I actually like this pick. Uh, it's all about spots when you're taking picks, and people especially say, in oh, college. I mean, yeah, you know Tennessee's looking to that Georgia game next week. They just businesses. They just want to get in with a win and get out. Hence why LSU always takes the week before Bama off and right. uh, a good move. I like the spot in uh, Kentucky has their quarterback back and they're, they're a decent team. They can play defense. So I, I yeah, think they're, they're not bad. I don't know what the over under is on this, but I'd probably lean towards the under uh, because it's probably too high. So that being said, I do, I do like the pick. Um, I haven't been betting a whole lot on Saturdays. I haven't been doing great with my college picks. Although I've been leaning on you and your, yours have been pretty good. So I endorse it. Kentucky my, plus 12 and a half over Tennessee for 22 bucks. Mine, my first pick is an $11 bet. Uh, it is the under in the Miami-Detroit game. Under 51 and a half. I don't understand this. <laughs> remember? Hey, remember I told you I X'd out a game? Yeah. It was the Detroit-Miami over. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you acted out. That, that, that says a lot for me, that the fact that you like the other side. I don't get this spread. Detroit scored six points in the last two weeks. In fact, the two teams combined the past two weeks have scored 40 combined points. Uh, to me, that says a lot. And I know, I know they're thinking Detroit's at home. They're going to get things back together. But you can't count on the Lions getting things back together. They don't look like a great football team right now. Well, the Lions I, are getting St. Brown back and Swift back. I get that, but the Dolphins have been really good on defense against the run, so they're going to force Jared Goff to pass, which I think forcing him into something is not a great uh, combination. Tua doesn't look 100% quite right. I just don't think the Dolphins' offense is ready to get back on track yet. I do think the Dolphins win. If I had to pick a spread, I would probably take Lions plus 3.5, and and I think the Dolphins win in a close game, but I don't think it's a shootout. I think it's a game in the 20s. They may make you sweat towards the end, but I, I like the under, so that is my my number five pick of the week Campbell's for eleven bucks. You think job? Like you think? I don't know. It's hard to say. If they play like dogs the rest of the way, yeah. Um, but if they if they play hard and and they win five games or six games, then I think he'll be back again. But it's hard to say. I yeah. mean, I, I think there are other coaches on on the proverbial hot seat more than him. One of them's not in this 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 list and. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, you got to think. I like Denver this week. That's not in my my list, but I like Denver this week because I do think that Hackett is is playing for it for his coaching. I heard a rumor that he might get fired before he gets back to the United States if oh, if, if he doesn't beat the, Russell Wilson. Doesn't beat Jacksonville this week. Yeah, that's a mess. That's a mess. Whole another story. All right, under Miami, fifty-one and a half. What you got for your next pick? My next pick is Michigan State plus twenty-two. Play in Michigan. I mean, you got a rivalry game. Um, 
Michigan State's won three out of five versus Michigan. They covered 12 of the last 14 versus Michigan. And the only problem with that is Michigan State failed to cover his last four against AP top fives. But, I mean, it's a rivalry game when you're getting over three touchdowns. I just – I don't see Mel Tucker getting blown out by Michigan. I mean – Remember when Michigan State was in the top like top 15 to start the season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michigan State's not a great team, I know. But if there's one game they're going to get up for, it's going to be this Michigan game. And I just see them keeping it close. All right, I don't. Close, but three touchdowns is a lot. I don't endorse, nor do I go against this pick. Um, I just don't. I, I look. I've kind of been on Michigan this year, and I hate Harbaugh. I think he's an awful coach. But I, I think Michigan's pretty good this year. I think this is this might be their their best team under Harbaugh. It could be. Um, and so, I mean, Michigan seems to get fired up for games like this, and I know it's a rivalry game. Michigan State probably isn't as bad as they played, but I just don't trust Michigan State. And I like Michigan, uh, not like them. I think they're, I think they're maybe not quite in getting the love they deserve. But uh, no, that, nobody's talking about them because they got blown out in the playoff last exactly. year. Exactly. That that twenty-two number though is a weird number. I mean, when you don't usually you see twenty, you see twenty-one, you see twenty and a half, but you don't see twenty-two. That's a weird number. That's probably not a game I would pick. But you have been uh, much better in college than I have, and uh, hence why I'm picking NFL games and you're picking college games and. You like Michigan State? I mean, State with 22, there. the back door is totally open on this game. Oh, that's true. They could come down the stretch and, and do something in the end. I like yeah. uh, that idea of it anyway. All right, I've got a wacky pick for my next pick, which is also $11, by the way. Um, I got a wacky pick, well, uh, an either-or pick, and I'm saving that for last. Well, I think people are going to think I'm crazy, even though the spread. They already and I don't, do that. They already do yeah, that. I know, but look, and, and I know the, the, the millennials won't like this pick either. Green Bay plus 11 and a half over the oh, Buffalo wow. Bills for 11. And I, I just, I can't buy that Green Bay's that bad. I just can't buy. I, can't. I know. I, and look, in my column this week, um, it's kind of, you're either going to show me something this week because we're nearing the midway point of the season or I'm done with you. And so that's kind of where I'm at with Green Bay this week. I mean, you either show up, you don't have to win. You either show up or I'm done with you. And um, I, I know you don't like Green Bay at all. And I get that. And Buffalo is certainly keen to be able to blow teams out. They showed it against Pittsburgh. But it reminds me a little bit of last year. And the Bills played Kansas City and won big in the regular season. And then they proceeded to lose five out of their next eight games, including a game against Jacksonville. They lost the week after they played uh, Kansas City, lost to Tennessee. They're coming Uh, off a bye also. Well, they had a bye in the middle of that stretch where they lost five out of eight. And that didn't seem to do them any good. So I think they're a little full of themselves right now, and I think a lot of Bills fans are full of themselves. I think a lot of Bills betters are full of themselves, and everybody's against Green Bay. So this is kind of an Aunt Mabel pick. Um, she likes Buffalo. Everybody, even the old people like Buffalo now. So, look, we, we've all heard about Aaron Rodgers not being a double-digit spread. Here's the last time. You want to know the last time that Green Bay was a double-digit dog and lost and didn't cover, I mean? It's, is it before Brett Favre? No, it's during Brett Favre. 2006. That's the 06. 16 years ago was the last time they were a double-digit dog and didn't cover. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I just don't see it here. I think Green Bay is going to come out with, with heart. I think there's a lot of uh, come-to-Jesus moments with this team. It wouldn't shock me if they won this game. I wouldn't take them, touch them with a 10-foot pole and a knockout pole this week. Um, it's in prime time. Aaron Rodgers won nine in a row in prime time. I like the pack, and I think 
They keep it close. I don't think they win. Wouldn't shock me if they won, but it would shock me if they get blown out. And so there you go, taking the bill. Oh, I was scrolling through Twitter and I, somebody had posted a picture. And I just, you know, you're just scrolling through, you see the pictures. And it was a picture of Aaron Rodgers in the 49ers jersey. I had to, I stopped for a second. My heart kind of stopped. And then I looked up. I was like, oh, wait, they didn't trade for him. Okay. Because that Ooh. would be perfect for that team. Oh, you're yeah, perfect. Okay. I, th- I, yeah, I, didn't I would love, oh, I would love it. I mean, I didn't know if you were, like, going to have to go be indisposed for a minute or something along those Yeah, lines. yeah, if they were trade for Rodgers. They should have traded for him instead of McCaffrey, but anyway. Well, maybe Jimmy G would be better for the Packers. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I mean, Rodgers isn't happy. So, and he's not, Rodgers, the, the, the organization is never messed happy. this up. He's well, a miserable individual. That up. They should know that this man is not somebody, like, he's not a fatherly figure to where, you can put a bunch of rookies around him, and he picks them up. Oh, no, he, 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 needs, he kicks them when they're down. Yeah. Right. He needs stars around Look him. at Romeo Dobbs. He's probably, he's probably not going to throw to him again. Look at all his press conferences. It's always about what his team, they need to stop putting people in the field that are making mistakes. Is that I don't disagree yourself? with that. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think uh, I think he got his kick in the ass this week. And uh, we'll see if I'm right or wrong. I know, you, I know you probably don't like that pick, but probably one you'll stay I, away from. It, it's one of them picks I'm not even touching. It's a yeah. name. Like, I... I can't see Green Bay covering. I can see Buffalo blowing them out more than I can see Green Bay covering. Well, you're going to see my redemption theme coming through the rest of these picks as we go along because there there are two others as well. Um, and so we'll find out. Three. All three, really. The rest of them, you could consider redemption picks. But like I said, week eight's that time. This season's been so weird. Things have got to change, and we're going to find out they change in our way. All right, your next pick. I just realized all my picks are over two – well, over 10-point spreads. Um, okay, that could be good or bad. Yeah, I'm taking Cal plus 17 versus Oregon. Oregon just coming off that big win against UCLA. And I think they're in a letdown spot. Not as much as a letdown to where I think they're going to lose. It's a letdown to where I don't think they're going to play great. And Cal is not that terrible. I mean, they're 4-0 against the spread of the home Not that terrible. Ball. I love it. Yeah, I mean, they're getting 17. They're 3-0 as a double-digit dog since last year. 14 and four is a dog since 2019. I just think this is a big letdown spot for Oregon. Three big underdogs. I'm, I'm, I'd be, it's actually going to be four. Okay, well, I'm certainly hesitant to play those in, in a parlay. Um, Oregon looks what, just money line all of them. What? Money? Yeah, there's your lottery ticket. <laughs> the, I mean, I just bought one. For, I just bought one, so why not? Um, that's all just right. an educated lottery ticket. That's all. I don't. I don't. S- semi-educated. I don't like dislike this pick. I will say it's another spot pick. I agree with your part about the spot. They coming off the huge win last week. Um, you know. And all of a sudden, Bo Nix is great against people oh, that Bo are not Nicks. not in the SEC. Yeah, we've seen Bo Nix. We know that rolls. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, my next pick, I've been done pretty well with the teasers in, in a year that's really hasn't been favorable for teasers because it's been weird. Um, a lot of, a lot of eight, nine, ten point favorites have been losing straight up. Um, they and they haven't been covering their teasers. A lot of underdogs have been getting blown out, so it's been kind of a weird year. But somehow we fought through and we've been very good with our teasers. In fact, as I look back now, we won our last two teasers. And we have one, let's see, three of the four that we played this year. So we're going to try it again. And in the theme of redemption, one of them is redemption and one of them is probably just crazy. But uh, as bad as Tampa Bay looked last week, and they looked really bad. I mean, they look like they don't care. Um, 
Tom Brady's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. He seems to be blaming everybody but himself. You got to think he's going to come out and be focused. I'm not sure that he's 76 years old. Oh, that's true. That's true. And he's and he weighs about 120 pounds. I don't know what it, what he's done to himself. Dude needs to eat. Um, probably needs to go to practice too. That I mean, might help. Divorce. Normally well, well, and I say in my column, he's starting to look like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, that that's what he is. But I want Giselle to go after him with a nine iron. No, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be funny. Does anybody think that this? I mean, does anybody think that this is not Tom Brady's last year? I mean. He thought it was, and then he came back. Yeah, this is his last year. This is it. I, I got to think this is it. Anyway, if if Tampa Bay is in a prime position now to, even though they lost last week, to still be on top of this division um, and to fight off the also-rans that are behind them, and then I include the New Orleans Saints in that, they got to get something going. And to me, they got to show me something, and I think they will. I think that a lot of people are going to be on Baltimore this week at, at minus one. Just think Baltimore needs to win. But in a teaser, Tampa Bay is getting a touchdown. I cannot see Tampa Bay losing by more than a touchdown two weeks in a row. On prime time, I know it's a short week. It's kind of like, you know, you don't have time to think about how bad you are. You just go out there and play football. And I think that's what the Bucks will do. I think the Bucks win, and I certainly like them in a the teaser. I'm going to pair them. Also, they get through those numbers. We talk about it all the time with teasers. You get you want to get through the two and a half, the three and a half. You want to get through six and a half. They get through all of those, so you're getting seven with Tampa Bay at home. And I'm going to pair them with another team that's probably a little crazy because the Saints cert- could could certainly get blown up. But the Saints to be able to get eight at home against a Vegas team that has only won two games all year against two really bad teams, Denver and the Texans, and both at home. I don't understand why Vegas is given points in this game. I, I look, the Saints have been bad. There's no no question. And now, you know, I've talked in my monologue about Andy Dalton now taking over. Um, and what I think of that. And that's fine. But uh, look, the Saints, I finally heard some comments this week. Demario Davis stepping up, Alvin Kamara stepping up. The veterans that I've been wanting to hear from besides Cameron Jordan are finally saying something. And they're like, stop playing like a bunch of pansy ass whatevers. And I think that I'm not sure the Saints win. I'm going to pick them to win. And this is their last chance uh, for me to pick them to win. I'm getting <laughs> off the train if they lose this week. That being said, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost, but it would surprise me if they lost more by more than eight. Again, going through all the numbers, two home teams getting seven and eight at home in a game that I think games that I think that both should win. You think both these, I think both these games have shootout potential. Um, Actually, I like the under in the Tampa Bay game because I think if Tampa Bay is going to win, their defense is going to need to step up. They just I so do, bad against the I, run. I do like a lot of points being scored in the Saints game. And then um, with, with with Tampa though, the thing I was thinking about with them is that as you were talking, like they lost to Pittsburgh as a big favorite. They get right spot should have been Carolina, and it wasn't. Now you got them going to Baltimore. Well, like, I just how do you trust them? You don't trust them. But I think you trust them to at least play play a game that's going to be tighter. I would tell you a bet I already I made. Can't, I can't fathom. I'm not, I can fathom them losing. Fathom losing this game because I mean the Ravens are a good team, not a great team, but they're a good team. But I, I think that the Ravens' defense has not been good. They haven't been good against the run either. And I, and I think this is a game where Fournette could have a good game. If if I were playing DFS, by the way, I would play Leonard Fournette on Thursday night. Um, tonight, I, I just don't. I don't think that. I don't see how they can get blown out again. So I think this is a perfect time to put them in a teaser. 
you don't want to bet them because you don't trust them, but you can bet them in a teaser, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the teaser part is the way to go with this. I know. I mean, a bet I made already is Baltimore first half. It was pick them at plus 105. Well, you've so, been listening to too much of the experts who just tell you, remind you that Baltimore lets leads slip away. I actually think this might be one where Tampa gets a lead and might have to hold on, and maybe they don't. I'm interested to see what Baltimore does if they're behind. Um, I actually don't like that first half bat. I I think Tampa Bay is going to come out super focused. Whether it holds true for four quarters, I don't know. Yeah, but. that's the thing with Tampa is the thing I don't trust is that if they were going to come out super focused, if this team needed to – there was going to be in the division against Carolina, yeah. and they just laid an egg. Maybe, but this is and a defense that I they think – They laid two it, eggs in a row, and it's just – I don't know. As bad as they played last week, defense needs a wake-up call too, and I think getting Lamar Jackson will make you wake up real fast. We'll find out. All right, let's move on. Your next pick. Is there a bigger discrepancy with two quarterbacks than Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson? No. Like how different they play? Um, Maybe Matt Ryan and Lamar Jackson. That'd be about it. Who wins in a race, Tom Brady or Matt Ryan? Oh, Tom Brady kicks his ass. You think? Oh, yeah. Because Tom Brady's not going to lose to Matt Ryan. What is it, about his eight? Eight-second 40, like oh, me and you well, running it? What would happen is <clears throat> Matt Ryan would take a huge lead. He'd pull a huge lead. In the last 10 <laughs> yards, he'd pull up, and Tom Brady would just laugh at him as he as he walked past him. Like, I mean, there's a 28-3 to three joke in this. I know. Well, right. So he beat him by 25 seconds? I don't know. <laughs> he was up by three. There you go. He lost by 25 feet. seconds. He was up by 25 feet, and Brady won by three. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, well, by the way, what do you think about the Saints this week? I like them this week. Like I said, I think it's a shootout. I'm uh, I'm way on the over in that game. I, I don't think neither defense is going to stop. I, I, the Raiders are pretty good, though. I mean, they only lost by one to Kansas City. They should have beat Arizona. I mean, it, I don't think the Raiders are as bad as their record. Put it that way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if Lattimore's have... out, if Lattimore's out. He's going to be out, I would think. If he's out, I, I like the Raiders. Because I don't think I... they're going to better stop Devontae on third down. We'll see. But I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on car so and I, we know that josh jacobs isn't as good as he's been playing running the football we'll find out all right your next pick uh another fun one to take penn state plus 15 and a half playing ohio state penn state's at home they covered five or six against ohio state ohio state hasn't played anybody yet that's worth the damn and i just think it's too many points to get penn state at home um i, I just, they haven't beaten any they haven't beaten penn state by more did 14 points since 2017. And we all know. Ago. I know it's been five years, but still, they play every year. Yeah. It's just, I, I I think this game's close. I think this is Ohio State's best matchup since, I mean, all year. Like, I, I, I can't see them blowing this. Season. All right. Well, I cannot endorse this pick at all because I think Ohio State is on a mission, at least until they get to the playoff and lose to either Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama. Well, they could lose to Michigan, I think, again. <laughs> oh, they could. I mean, that, that would actually be kind of funny. Um, I just, I, I, I can't put, Penn State's not good. I mean, again, I, this isn't one I'll play or not play. I, I mean, I, well, I got to be one or the other. I won't play it. Um, <laughs> I, it's not one I'll play, but I won't, I won't go against the pick, I guess, because I'm going to trust your judgment when it comes to college. But now you got five, four big dogs. Uh, against good four, teams, too. Four big dogs barking. That's kind of scary. All right. Speaking but of dogs, but it's not like it's two point dogs. It's like big that's dogs. True. But that's true. Speaking of dogs, uh, my next pick is is 
they're not underdogs, but they are dogs. Uh, Cleveland? No, the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Jimmy G rebound week. Um, minus one and a half over the Rams. Look, the Niners have beaten the tar out of the Rams in the regular season as of late. We all know this. I mean, look, they've won, they haven't lost to the Rams in the regular season since 2018. They've won 11 of 14 straight up overall since the final game of the 2016 season. What is the deal? You got to maybe you can answer this. What does Kyle Shanahan have over Sean McVay? I got to know. I have no idea. Like it's something. This is the only. I wish they played him every week. <laughs> I um, mean, maybe they just get up for him. I don't know what it is. I don't. I, it's like a. I don't know. Does he give the players incentive? I, I don't know. Well, um, I, I'm playing it for. I promised myself bucks. I wasn't betting Jimmy ever again. Yeah, so, you always promise yourself stuff. I know, and it never pans out. Uh, I mean, way, I like the pick. If they're gonna, uh, dude, how good did McCaffrey look? He looked uh, like he was shot out of a cannon. Every yeah, time he and with another ball. week to, to study another the playbook, week to, it's, gonna, it's the perfect trade for Jimmy yes. Checkdown. They yes. found it best. They put as much around Jimmy Jim, as they Jim. can for him not to mess it up. So, and he's gonna mess it up. He always does. No, oh, but boy. they got so much around him. What they don't like is Debo's got a hamstring injury. Jimmy G knows how to beat the Rams. He's yeah, been yeah, beating them. Definitely. I'm, I'm okay with this pick. I'm All not right. betting it. 22, 22 bucks minus one and a half. By the way, my tease is 24 to win 20. I never said that out loud, but that is my tease pick. So, number two pick, San you, Fran, you minus one Garoppolo's and a half. ranked 24th in the NFL QBR. He's like a 41.1. No. Yes, I mean, he is. Okay, I believe you. I mean, I'm sure you can. Oh, trust me. Tom, I got all the stats to show how bad you What's Tom is. Brady? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe you should. All right. What's your top pick? Uh, what's, do you have the seasons pulled up? Uh, I can get it pulled up as we speak here. I like Illinois' minus seven, but I only like their minus seven. See, you're just picking them now so you can uh, mess with Dr. Dom about pronouncing Illinois correctly. Yes. And I'm going to say it as wrong as I can every time. How about I just say Illini? There I like you that go. Illini, minus seven. The, the fighting Illini, minus seven. I got to call up here. There's so many damn. What time do they play? As I'm asking this on live. live. Here it is. They're seven and a half. I only like it at seven. So okay. if you, you can't get it at seven. You can't. I, I would. It's been seven all week. It's been moving between seven and a half and seven. It's seven so and a half as we speak. Right. So I'm going to move on to the Nebraska team total under 21 and a half. Under 21, okay. Yeah, I'm going I'm to use that 22 to win 20. The Illini have given up five TDs in seven games. Do I think they're going to give up over three TDs to Nebraska? No, I don't. You going I, I, against Mickey Joseph? I am. The fight Nebraska, Mickey Joseph. He gives, they give up 190 yards rushing a game. And the Illini have one of the best backs in the country. I've been playing college DFS. This kid's a stud that they got. And I just think they're going to pound them and pound them and run the ball, run the ball, and kill the clock. And it's going to be one of them, you know, Big 12 or whatever, Big 10. Well, Nebraska's played a lot after that first blowout loss that Mickey Joseph took over in. Uh, Nebraska's played a lot better under Mickey Yeah, Nebraska, Joseph. the reason why I don't like it over seven is because Nebraska don't normally get blown out. Okay. And, and the Illini might win by a touchdown. I just don't think they're going to win by double digits. Or, you know, 
I mean, Illinois, they 3-0 coming off a bye. They got the nation's lead in Russia against a not good Russian defense. I just, I can't see Nebraska keeping this close. And I can't definitely can't see them scoring over 21. So Nebraska under 21 and a half against Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. All right. All right, my top pick of the week. It's a $39 pick to win 30. It's a money line, minus 130. And uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to stick with the redemption theme and see how it works here in week eight. I like the New England Patriots to beat the almighty New York Jets. I mean, I don't understand. Everybody's thinking that the Jets all of a sudden, they're four and two. Great. Good for them. Or five and two, whatever the hell they are. Good for them. I'm glad, I'm glad they're having a great season and New York has something to root, root for. But here, here's, a, here's the thing. And you ask yourself, there are two teams that Bill Belichick knows how to beat more than any other. The Cleveland Browns, who's already smashed this year, and the New York Jets. There's nobody going to be on New England. Nobody. And Belichick knows how to beat the Jets. Guess how many games outright that the Patriots have won in this series in a row? Twelve. Twelve, exactly. Did you know I that guess. already? Oh, no, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's one hell of a guess. Twelve in a row. They won 15 out of the past 16 and 21 out of the past 23. The last one they lost is Rex Ryan, so I figured that was like six, seven years ago. Well... So, and since Tom Brady's left Foxborough, New England has won the past four games against the Jets by an average score of 34 to 15. Last year, they've been 54 to 13 and 25 to 6. Do you like the under in this game? Because I do. I do. I do like the under. I don't think the Jets are going to score that much. I think, yeah. I mean, I, did, I stayed away from the money, from the spread, which would have saved me a little bit of points because I could see some weird things happening and the Jets trying to find a way. I think New England wins easily, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the safe route, I guess, and, and I'm gonna take uh, the the, the back just, attacks back story. Yeah, you, you never know. So uh, I'm gonna take the money line and not take the spread here, and I'm gonna pay that little extra juice. So I'm betting 39 to win 30. But I think this is this is not only my play of the year. I'm uh, the play of the week so far this year. This is one of my plays of the year. I think New England uh, again. That defense gonna lose to the will Jets. come out so fired Pissed up. Off. They, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't lose to the Bears, give up, let Justin Fields roll all over you. And then they made and Justin that, Fields look like a great quarterback. Not just that, the Jets going to have to be one-dimensional because with Brees Hall out, I know Michael Carter knows, but I, I mean, you're not going to bring in James Robinson and use him a ton right away. So yeah. they're going to have to lean on Zach Wilson. And I think that, that Belichick's going to pound the ever-loving hell out of him. I mean, I don't know what the over-sacks total is, but if it's, if it's anywhere around two and a half or three or whatever it is, Take the over sacks because they're going to pound this dude. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, again, one of my picks of the year. I should have put more on it. Yeah, I already bet the under in that game. It was like 40 and a half. I just can't, like, a, like that 25 to 6 score. That's yeah. the kind of score I think it's going to be. Well, people wonder when you start, uh, you know, they're 5 and 2. They are with their record chest. They are. Yeah, they are. But they're still the New York Jets. And they still don't know how to beat New England. So, there you go. All right, Uncle Big Nick, any closing thoughts uh, this week? We know LSU cannot lose. They can't win. Uh, what do we have to say to the to the Jaden Daniels haters? Oh, God. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be fired up next week because Bama's probably going to win. And oh, that probably. Even, yeah, well, even if Daniels doesn't make any mistakes, I mean, doesn't that kid look like he runs in slow motion? Sometimes. Yeah, he just looks like why nobody's hitting him. Like, do they see him right there? And well, then he's he just a, missed. 
I think he's a good runner. He knows how to elude people. I don't know if that translates to the next level. But I don't think he's a next level quarterback. I don't, I don't think, think he's he is. A but would it surprise you if he is? No. I mean, he needs to put some weight on. Well, but, he definitely uh, needs to put weight on. But I mean, if he gets the right coaching, and obviously he's improved so much in these in these seven games that he's played, it wouldn't surprise it, me at all if. if by the end of next year, he turns into a really good quarterback and gets a Let's shot. Let's not talk about the Jaden Daniels haters. Let's talk about all the people that come in here that know I'm an LSU fan at work. And for the first three weeks, all I had to hear is how terrible Brian Kelly was. Oh, and I keep telling them, this is the worst team Brian Kelly will have to coach. And now when they come in here, I'm like, Did it's I probably the you? worst team he's coached in, in 12 years. And look where they're at. I know. I mean, it, it's, it's astounding to me. Although I, I, I told much, everybody last how week. How much that, they have improved. I told everybody last week uh, how much Lane Kiffin is overrated. I mean, he's no, not a I hard coach. I love seeing him man on the sideline. So he's, just, he's not a good coach. Yeah. And, he, and he's going to lose to any good coach. If he plays a good – now, look, if they go play a team that I don't think is well coached and, and kind of is like him and their defense is just so-so, he can put up points and beat them. But if he goes up against a good coach, he's going to get his ass kicked. I mean, yeah, Alabama's going to kill them. Look what happened. He schemed the, the first, what, fi- they say they schemed the first 15 to 20 yeah. plays. And then he didn't and they know were up 17 to 3. Right. And defense made adjustments. LSU made adjustments. Yeah. What happened? They yeah, scored three points the rest of the game. I think the better coach figured out that game. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, that's, that's how it always works with that. Well, we'll have fun with it. Next week, I'll be looking forward. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, make you pick the LSU Alabama. I'm going to make you put that as one of your top five picks this week, even if you don't want to. I think it, I mean, the spread's opening at like 14. 14 and a half. Yeah. You don't have to tell me yeah. now. You got a whole week to think about it, but I'm going I'm to force you to put if that it in stays your over, If it stays over 14 and a half, I'm taking that shoe. Okay. I, like I, I, I don't I think Bama's as great as they've been. I might make my first college pick of the year um, in my best bets next week. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. Maybe I should just stay in my lane. <laughs> but I've been pretty good with LSU. I've, I've yeah, been, yeah. I've been winning a lot of money. I've been winning a lot of money both pregame and and waiting for the right live spread. I did it with Auburn and I did it again with Ole Miss this week. I've been rolling with LSU. So we've been nailing the the. I mean, we nailed. They would get killed at Tennessee. They would get yeah, exactly. Beat beat Ole Miss. Like we we nailed both of those. We'll see who's right and who's wrong. And. uh all right, so uh, get yourself ready. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm announcing it to the, to the datitude world. I'm forcing you to pick the LSU Alabama game next week. Okay. I mean, I, I, I have no problems with that. We'll see what the spread is. All right, Uncle Big Nick. Talk to you later. All right, man. Uncle Big Nick always having fun with Uncle Big Nick. Uh, look, he's been hot with the college picks. Glad he's sticking to it this week. We'll see if we can make you some money. That is just going to about wrap it up for a Thursday edition. Uh, I know I started off kind of hot, but uh, again, I call them as I see them. I'm not always right. I think I'm right more than I'm wrong. I'm not always right, though. I don't pretend to be always right. Unlike a lot of other things in this world and a lot of other people in this world, and a lot of groups of people in this world, I can admit when I'm wrong. It's the key to life. You can't get any better if you can't admit that you're wrong, when you're wrong. So I was wrong that uh, when Jameis Winston was healthy, he was going to play. Wrong. And I hope I'm wrong again, again. Again, 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 again. 
Maybe Andy Dalton is the answer. Maybe the Saints will go 9-8. and eight. Maybe they will make the playoffs. Maybe they will win all those bets for people who thought the Saints were going to be better than 8-9 and nine or even 7-10. and 10. We'll see. You can get them. If you think the Saints are going to come back and win this division, I'll tell you what, you can go get odds right now at Caesars. Pretty good odds, too. I think they're six and a half to one to win a division, which I actually think has value on it. As much as I've been down in this team, if there's any value in this in this division, I think it's probably the Saints. You're not going to get any value on Atlanta. Atlanta's not going to win this division. I mean, they're three to one. You missed a boat on them when they were, I think they were like 15 to one just a couple weeks ago. When I tell you there was value, they'll go bet on them. That's gone. Atlanta's not any good. I mean, I don't think they're going to win the division either, but if I could, if I could get them at 15-1 to right now, I'd bet on them. But the Saints are probably the best value in the division. That doesn't mean I think they're going to win the division. They need to show me something. This is their last little home stretch, because let me tell you, it's starting to get ugly after, after this. You play the Raiders this week, the Ravens on a Monday night. We don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have a long rest. It's like a mini bye week for them. Because they play the Bucks tonight, and then they don't play again until Monday night in the Dome. It is back-to-back road games against the NFC South. But I don't think Lamar Jackson's worried about that, especially when he gets 11 days of rest. So, but you got to take advantage of the situation. Before you go on the road to Pittsburgh, you come home for the Rams who aren't as good as we thought, and then you go on a road trip against the Niners and against the Bucks coming up. It's it's tough. You're going to play Cleveland later on with Deshaun Watson supposedly back. You got to play the Eagles on the road. It's tough, man. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm not saying it's over, but I'm saying that Dennis Allen better be right about Andy Dalton. And Demario Davis's little speech better work in this defense, better get its head out of its keister. We're going to find out all those things. This week and probably next week. Starting with the Raiders this week. I pick them in a teaser. And I said I think they'd win. I hope I'm right about this one. Hope I'm wrong about the other. Whatever the case, we're going to talk about it tomorrow morning, 9.15 a.m. live, if you are so inclined, on uh, our bet.nola.com YouTube and Facebook pages as well as our nola.com YouTube Facebook, and live on Twitter with Jeff Duncan Friday morning. We do it every Friday. And in case you're, you're working or you're not so inclined or you'd rather just listen to the podcast and listen to my monologue and it could be probably more of the same. Maybe not. Who knows? Probably talk a little bit about the Pelicans as well. We didn't even touch on them today. But that's all coming up tomorrow morning. So if you can join us, join us. If not, the podcast will be where it always is. Wherever you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all the familiar places. Either way, we will see you Friday. Have a great evening. Enjoy the Ravens-Bucks game. Enjoy this nice weather. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace and love, my friends. Tell you.